Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Jan. So this is a pretty special episode. This is our 100th podcast episode. and wow. I know. <laughs> and so um, what we thought we'd do is put together a, a podcast episode that seems to be, um, you know, like one of the most popular topics that we talk about, and that's really personality. And the focus of the um, personality types that we're looking at is this introversion, extroversion type. Um, Michelle, you're married to a extrovert. Yeah, the extrovert's I'm, extrovert. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm married to a introvert. So even in our own relationships, we see it play out um, and we use our, um, our relationships to teach actually because with, the, um, pers- with personality, it really does come to life when you can put yourself in, in it and understand, oh, that's what's you know, driving that behaviour. And um, the founders of the Myers-Briggs, Isabel Catherine um, Briggs, the reason why they did it is because they wanted people to have a better understanding of the differences that we have in the world. So, you know, they were really the forerunners around diversity. diversity. That's, right. <laughs> That's right. You know, hence the, the, the book, uh, Gifts Differing, mm. which is just so true because everybody, no matter what personality type and, you know, no matter what role you've got, has Um, a gift and that's the opportunity for leaders is to find that gift that um, that everybody in their team brings yeah and so this is another way that um, leaders or even parents can start Mm -hmm. to look at the behaviors that they're seeing um, you know with the the children that they're you know they're nurturing or just in their own relationships and try and bring some understanding as to why people are motivated to do the the things that they do because when we really look at the underlying motivation we are all doing the best we can and when we can come from that premise in any situation I'll tell you what it just makes life so much more um, I don't know agreeable <laughs> You know, we, we really do understand why people act the way they do. Mm. And, and it's more difficult to judge in that, in that situation. So knowledge is definitely power. So let's start off with, so we're going to give you um, the seven myths of introversion and extroversion. And we always kind of, and, and one of the first things that we want to say is that most people think that there are more extroverts in the world. And the latest research, Michelle, is what? is that there's slightly more people with a preference for introversion. In Australia. Yeah, in, in Australia, Australia anyway. Yeah, so the latest research in Australia is more introverts, um, slightly more in America. It's just that I think the extroverts are a bit louder. Louder, so that's actually, right. Here I'm and, and there are more males who have a preference for introversion as well. Yeah, so, so that's the truth of the matter. That's not the myth of the matter. So let's talk about some of the big 
myths or the misconceptions that we see over and over again. You know, like we have been doing the Myers-Briggs workshops for the last 20 Stuck there, 20 years. years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, you know, like hundreds of workshops with teams and we see it come to life and play out in so many different ways. So we just wanted to encapsulate some of these myths. So number one is that extroverts are happier. And I think, you know, the, the interesting part about that is that we actually get to see extroverts um, it, show or demonstrate their happiness you know they'll actually tell you when they're happy and they'll also tell you when they're not but they will actually tell you um, what they're actually um, feeling more often than introverts and so that's kind of a misconception that it really does um, impact that level of positivity which isn't the case at all there is a little bit of information. So, so there is a little gem that is hiding in there and that is that uh, the extroverts are more likely to ask for help when they're not feeling that, you know, that well or, you know, when they're going through some anxiety. However, people with a preference for introversion tend to hold on to it a little bit more and you're going to have to dig um, a little bit, you know, to find out are you okay. They're not likely to offer that. That's right. And sometimes what we do see is with this, the introversion personality is that they can kind of like spiral a little bit because there is this sense of analysing everything. So because they've got such a rich internal world, there they comes a time when they, there is a little bit of an analysis paralysis. Mm. So we have to really watch out for that and check in um, if we do sense that people with introversion are just going deeper and deeper into their, their inner world, which is great. However, if it looks like it's becoming a little bit unbalanced and you're not sure, yeah, are you okay? Yeah, absolutely. So the ne next misconception is introverts don't like to socialise. <laughs> so we get a theme. And that isn't true. It's just that they will socialise in a different way. Mm. So the people with a preference for extroversion, you know if they are socialising because it will be a party or it will be loud or there will be music and there'll be a lot of activity. People with a preference for introversion, when we ask them in a workshop, for example, you know, um, you've got $10,000 to spend on a significant, you know, birthday event. How do you want to do it? Oh, I'd have a dinner party with three of my closest friends or four of my closest friends and the money left over I'd put in the bank or something like that. And so it's not that they don't like to, to socialise, that they do like to socialise, but they want to do it um, on their own terms and it's not necessarily going to be a big fanfare. Yeah, they're, they're more intimate in the way in which they socialise. And it's really interesting when you actually do see people with introversion at dinner parties, speaking about topics that they love, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Correct. They become yeah. so animated. Animated, great. Mm -hmm. And so the third misconception is, so we've kind of like done a little bit of a double barrel because when we run um, workshops, these two elements keep coming up time and time again. And that is the extroverts are more confident. And when we actually ask the extrovert, so are you, you know, um, <laughs> confident all the time? Or no, it's just that it looks like that way because they are more demonstrative or they use their body language more. They are more inclined to introduce introduce themselves or to ask a question um, they really are open so we actually get to see what they're thinking so they may not 
reflect as much as people with introversion when they're, they're talking, but they, there is this sense of confidence because they will ask that question or they will kind of like reach out and connect. Yeah, and, and they might look confident because they're talking, you know, mm-hmm. and they can talk off the cuff about anything and they know eventually the answer will come or the thought will, you know, reveal itself. Yes. And so looking at that, you think, oh, wow, they've got their act together, they're really confident. They just know that they just keep verbalising, it'll come to them. <laughs> yeah, because we actually get to hear those, the, them coming to a conclusion about something, whereas people with introversion, you know, usually they will only share something when it's 100% formed, when they're very um, clear about how to articulate that and share that with the world. That's and right. so we get that a lot with the extroverts, you know, that they, they're really confident. And then the flip side of that is people say that um, introverts always seem so calm. And again, when we say, so is that true? They go, no, it just looks that way. And the reason why it looks that way is because the way in which uh, people with introversion and extroversion hold their posture is quite different. And the way in which, you know, they they use their um, their eye contact. So people with introversion um, sometimes usually look down and away. And the reason why they're looking down and away isn't because they don't want to connect with you. It's that they're really thinking about what they're actually hearing. So they don't want any more extra sensory input. Um, and also in meetings or in situations, um, the body language of people with introversion is quite contained. So they can actually have their arms close to their body. Sometimes their arms will be folded. And that, um, I suppose, seems like an air of calmness around them. Or and arrogant sometimes, they arrogant, say. Yeah. <laughs> they can seem arrogant. Yeah. That's right. And so, again, these are misconceptions. So it's not always the case. However, we always say to introverts, you know, that's a, a big tick for someone, especially in a crisis situation, who can seem calm, even though they're kind of like scrambling underneath, there is this sense of calmness about them. Mm. Okay. And the next misconception is that extroverts are superficial. How does that make you feel? I know. And so what what does that mean, superficial? And sometimes this is driven by the fact that um, people with a preference for extroversion are pretty good at the small talk because what they're doing is that they're verbalising their thinking processes, asking lots of questions, trying to find that common ground, trying to find out where they fit in, and they're doing that out in the open instead of standing back and reflecting and observing and getting a sense of the situation they are actually diving into the situation, trying to make sense of it. And so by peppering the conversation with what we might see as small talk, um, they could be perceived as being superficial sometimes, particularly by people who have preference for introversion, who are more likely they don't want to talk about the weather as a segue into something else and something else. They'd much rather dive into the the meaty topic from the get-go. However. Um, you know, we are where we are and that's just, that, that's an interesting observation. Um, yeah. about and, and when we describe introverts and extroverts, we usually say, you know, extroverts love breadth of, um, you know, like relationships and events and situations where introverts love the depth and the depth comes through focus and concentration and so that's where this superficiality can come out as well um yeah but there are as many superficial introverts as there are extroverts. 
<laughs> just want to make that clear. Yeah. Uh, the other myth, you know, myth number five, is that introverts are less emotional. And it's not that they're less emotional, it's just that they're really good at bottling it up. And Michelle, you mentioned that before. You know, because introverts have such a rich internal life and they can, um, they're very self-contained mm. in the way in which they think, there seems to be this sense that um, they aren't emotional because they're not expressing it. And because a lot of us aren't mind readers, we actually make assumptions mm. on behaviours as opposed to checking in about what's really going on because perhaps, you know, like we don't know what's really going on with people unless we actually check in with them. And the opposite for extroverts is they unload their emotions as they go along. So we actually can hear them unravel as much. So just be um, mindful that, you know, uh, people with introversion have as much emotional capacity as people with extroversion do. That's right. It's not a personality thing, <laughs> basically. So yeah. how emotionally intelligent and aware you are. Mm. Um, the next one is that we get a, a, another misconception is that extroverts are better networkers. Yeah, and this might go back to the previous point, and that is that the, this idea that networking is about you know being in a room with lots of people and connecting with twenty different people and moving uh, you know from person to person, finding out, swapping business cards. H however, uh, and going back to this point about you know the superficiality aspect, asking lots of questions and you know having the conversation at that very sort of um, superficial level, I suppose. And extroverts aren't necessarily better net workers but what they appear to be good at is the small talk which can lead to another conversation or another introduction however um, networking is about you know making connections uh, fostering relationships and you can do that in in ways other than being in a large group of people and you know talking you can and we've seen some fantastic networkers um people with a preference for for introversion who are good networkers are great at questioning because oh, yeah. what's the most favorite topic that people have is themselves yeah. that's right <laughs> and so we have seen some amazing um you know networkers who have a preference for introversion because they have cornered the market on asking really great questions and and they have used that as a means of, um, you know, creating that, that network or um, fostering a relationship. That's right. And because they, that they focus so much on the actual, um, you know, like the personal, the topic, they can go deep. And we find that when people can actually, you know, concentrate in that situation so they're not kind of like flickering seeing oh, what's next that shiny object which could you know um, people with extroversion especially if they don't have high emotional intelligence could do um, I think you know you just be mindful um, of that if you're extrovert but with the introverts they can actually go deep and that's why they um, can be really good networkers yeah so it's kind of like using their superpower and then the seventh one is that um, introverts don't contribute as much, especially in meetings and team gatherings. And this is something that we get all the time, isn't it, Michelle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not that they, you know, they're not good contributors. It's just that they are less likely. Then they're not. Um, they're not sharers in the sense that 
you know, there's a topic going on, um, there's a degree of interest in it, so they're not, you know, they're not necessarily going to jump in. They are going to err on the side of holding back holding back until they're asked or they're asked a second time. And mm -hmm. so that can, you know, give people, particularly in a work environment, the impression that maybe they're not contributors. Mm. Um, and sometimes there, there is this assumption that the only way that you can contribute is through talking. Maybe you can contribute by reflecting, by mm. listening, holding the space, um, being able to be fully present. There are lots of ways that we can uh, contribute in team activities or even meetings and it's just broadening, um, you know, the way in which we think about um, those differences and diversity and not judge them as much. Oh. Yeah, and the, the fact of the matter is that people with a preference for introversion are just less verbal, you know, they're going to take up less verbal space. And the opportunity there is, um, you know, to give the space to people with a preference for introversion because they're gathering, hopefully they're listening. Uh, and if you do give them enough space at the end of the meeting, they might have that they will definitely have something really worthwhile to contribute. But if you're talking, us extroverts always talking over them, you're not going to get much out of them. And so it's all it's about providing the space so that people with a preference for introversion can contribute. Yeah, yeah, setting people up for success. And um, th that also reminds me of, um, you know, like a, a, a deadly sin for people with extroversion is we tend to stack on things. So we might be having a conversation with someone that says, oh, yeah, so I want, I want you to think about this and how about if we look at this and <laughs> do that? And someone with introversion, it's going, what? You know, because they're actually um, using every piece of information and want to think deeply about every piece of information. And every time we stack it, we're not setting them up for success. So be mindful of that. And the other thing that you alluded to, Michelle, in meetings is if you want the best from people with introversion, you actually um, usually invite them to um, participate, like ask them to contribute or ask them their opinion as opposed to assuming that if they want to say something, they will. No, not necessarily. Um, and, you know, the other thing is that people with introversion will usually get their insights away from the conversation outside the meeting and they'll walk away and go, oh, so are we setting people up to actually capture those afterthoughts? So in a meeting, is there a process or a protocol that you can do to, you know, come back to? That's a, that's a great suggestion. And even before the meeting, are you making it easy for, for people of either persuasion to contribute in the meeting by giving people a sense of, so what's on the agenda? This is our expectation. These are the decisions that we'd like to make. You're going to get so much better out of both, both types, actually. But particularly people with a preference for introversion would like to think about it. Um, whereas, you know, people with a preference for extroversion, they're going to talk about it. <laughs> That's how they're doing their thinking. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we hear that. Yeah. And so, you know, we wanted to just share a bit of a snapshot around personality in the MBTI. And we know that personality in MBTI isn't the answer to everything. Mm. It's a tool that people can use to broaden their level of self-awareness and to 
start to understand the impact that they might be having on other people because it's those two elements that if you were going to work on anything, understanding yourself and understanding the impact that you're having on other people are, is really going to bring you a rich life, not That's just right. in leadership but a rich life. And um, our hope is, you know, just by holding on to some of those um, clues that you will broaden the way in which you see others and perhaps not um, jump into judgment as quickly as perhaps you know we're used to and you know Michelle and I run workshops all all the time on the MBTI as you know that we've been doing it for years and now at, the, at this time we have the um, you know the the lockdown in certain areas and some states opening up and some uh, closing. However, we run virtual Myers-Briggs sessions and it's amazing um, how rich these sessions are. So we've done um, quite a number now virtually and especially with the uh, technology that we use, especially, you know, we use Zoom quite a lot and we have Zoom rooms and breakout rooms and things like that. And what it does, it actually helps to flex people's capability and style and communication so you know if that's something that you've been thinking of doing and thinking oh yeah I'll wait till you know COVID is over this is the time to do it you know because we really want people to come um, through this um, significant change better stronger more capable and resilient than what they did and the best way of doing that is to actually grow and develop your people um, so, yeah, think about that if you want Michelle and I, you know, in your Zoom room. Um, yeah, you know where to contact us, you know, on our website or info at peopleleaders.com.au. So, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Okay. All right. So, signing off, Michelle. Yeah, bye, everyone. Okay. hope you found these tips useful and give us some feedback. Yeah. <laughs>